What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Where's My Hat podcast, episode 21. We've got a guest for you today, Silas Haley, Fort Wayne stand-up comedian, all-around cool guy. Without further ado, let's get into the episode. saying this because I usually say it as a joke, but I actually don't really know you. Right. So, who are you? <laughs> uh, my name is Silas. Uh, I guess Silas Haley is my full name, but I do stand-up comedy, uh, work for a tech company. I'm into martial arts. Do you model? I don't. Why not? Are you hitting on our guest? <laughs> Don't worry. I'm too about short it. to model. You're too short to model. Yeah. You have to be a certain height to model. They want you to be a certain height. Yeah. Yeah, I think you have to be taller than what he is. Yeah, I'm only five eight. I think. Yeah, and they want like guys uh, to be like six foot something. Um, yeah. yeah. Okay. Girl models are generally pretty tall as well. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So, like, if you know, if they wanted, for example, Silas to have like a girl model in like the same photo shoot or whatever, she would probably be about a foot taller than him, and that wouldn't look good. Yeah, I'd have to stand on a box. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And her arms would still be longer than yours. She's like yeah. a foot taller than you. Um, where were you January sixth, twenty twenty? Or is it 2021? 21. Where were you January 6, 2021? I have no idea. I'd have to look. Do you know what day we're referring to in history? I don't, know. It was the storming of the Capitol. Okay, yeah, yeah. She likes so, to ask people about that. I pay no attention to news, and so I have no idea what goes on in the world for the most part. That's awesome. That's how I used to be. Yeah, like I used to watch more stuff and then I realized it just didn't make me feel good. And so like I'm just going to only pay attention to stuff I need to. I I uh I agree with you on that because I tried to I tried I had like a writer's block. So I was like, oh, let me watch the news, maybe I can get material that way. No. The only thing that ended up happening is I got angry. Like mm-hmm. I came up with a bit a well, I'm, I'm working on a bit about how like you know, they have to sell boner pills to guys who watch the news because they're so angry they can't get it up mm-hmm. or something like that. You know what I mean? So, yeah, that shit is, is so infuriating. Yeah. But you didn't know about the insurrection? That's, like, major news. That's, like... I've heard, like, stuff about it, but I've never looked at anything about it, really. I've never looked it up. But I hear people talking about it all the time. It was basically all of these, um, like like right wing Trump supporters dressed in costume <laughs> trying to kill everyone at the US Capitol. Okay. Sounds like a riot. It was. It was. <laughs> Literally. Do you uh you said you you tame horses. I used to. That's not interesting. Well do you tame other animals Sorry. besides women? <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> Jesus. 
Uh, no, not for a long time. I mean, I grew up on a farm, and we had pretty much every animal. There sheep, goats, chickens, all this stuff. So uh, we showed horses then, and I've trained one horse and then worked with some other ones. But That's dope. Besides women, what? Why did you say that? I just assume that he tames women. <laughs> Why do you assume that? Because he looks like the type to tame women. Because you think he's attractive and you and you have a crush on him? No, because he's really mellow. And I feel like because of how mellow he is, he attracts the crazies. Do you attract the crazies? Not disincluding whatever girlfriend you have right now. Like, she's beautiful and awesome. The rest of them. I used to more. But now I think I'm a little bit more... Uh, Discerning? Yeah. Like, when I was younger, I didn't really know what I wanted and stuff. And so now I know more what I want and the girl that I wanted and everything. Do you have a girlfriend? I do. I'm actually engaged. Okay, so please stop hitting on our guest. You're making <laughs> yeah. him uncomfortable. It takes a lot to make me uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. You're actually I making can hit... me uncomfortable. Oh. So. <laughs> yeah, I'm not worried about it. I make you uncomfortable all the time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so you actually did tame somebody to put a ring on them. I don't think that that's how he looks at it. That's I would hope. I feel like every person's a wild animal until they get a ring on it. Sometimes it makes people more wild. Because they feel like, you know, like caged in a way. And then they're like, oh, no. Well, maybe maybe some people. There's also like the, you know, how if guys put a ring on, they get hit on more. Yeah. So there, there's that aspect of it, too. Is it because they think that they're worth their that woman's time? Like... If they're engaged to another woman, then women like them because they're like, oh, apparently he's successful at relationships. I think there's some something like that. Hmm. And also it's, uh, yeah, it's like approval from someone else. Another woman approved him, if you want to say that. And so then like, oh, he's already kind of checked off part of my list. <laughs> because he is taken. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Um, do you, so is that happening to you then? No, huh? I, oh. I don't know. I I'm not married yet, so I don't have a ring, so I don't know. Oh, um, okay. do you have a date and everything? Yeah, uh, October eighth. Oh, does that have significance to you? That specific date? Uh, no. I, I proposed to her in October. Um, and I don't remember if it was the eleventh or eighth now, but somewhere around that time. So, is is we were gonna do it on the same day, but then the venue wasn't their book that day so mm. we changed it a little bit i see how exciting but mm. i feel like october is a pretty good time to yeah. get married at least in indiana like the weather in other states like iowa where i'm from would be way worse in october than yeah. it is in indiana but in indiana it's a pretty good month to be trying to get married yeah i feel like it's pretty mild in october yeah yeah we're in in iowa Oh, uh, it doesn't matter. I used to live in Illinois, but I worked in like Des Moines and just mm. like Davenport and stuff. I know it. Yeah. I know the place. Yeah. I'm from Storm Lake, Iowa. Okay. It doesn't ring a bell. Yeah. But, yeah. That's why it doesn't matter. Yeah. It's like same as my hometown where I'm from in Ohio. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you grew up in Ohio? Uh, until I was 10 and I moved up to Michigan with my family. Okay. How'd you end up living in Illinois? 
Uh, I moved out there. I was dating a girl that was going to school out there. So that's why I was out there for two years and then moved back here. Did you regret your decision to move there for her? Um, I wouldn't say regret. I don't really, I try not to regret a whole bunch of things. So mm-hmm. I just kind of chalk it up to life experience. and Like, okay, that wasn't a great decision. Well, what happened that made it not be a great decision? Uh, the, just the relationship imploded pretty much. Why? Um, Spill the tea. A lot of reasons. Oh, that's not enough tea. Are you? Are, you're not gonna expose yourself and this other person? Yeah, expose yourself. Uh, I don't like it's. You're just trying to get me to expose myself all night long. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. It's. I don't know. I don't like shit talking people a lot. So just a lack of trust, I guess. Did she cheat on you? I would assume so. I can't prove it, mm, but but, you, but you if, but if you felt likely. that way, then like, yeah. probably. Yeah. Stacy, if you could shit talk about me, what would you say? Do you really want to do that with me right now? Like we've been through so much lately. You really want to? Well, we have a guest r- right here, okay. so probably not. But kind of a little bit because I know you love to shit talk. If I was gonna shit talk you, um. I don't know. You're just like. I can't really come up with a reason for why you make me feel weird a lot, but you do, though, still. Like, I'm like, I'm always a little bit uneasy because of just how you are. I I get it. I'm a 10. You don't know how to handle a full 10. That's it. That's what that's what it is. That's really what it is. Yeah. Indiana 10, you know. You're I don't know, you're just kind of an enigma. It's hard to really like you know, pin down anything about you one way or the other. You know what I mean? Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. Like like yesterday when you asked me what I love about you, even then I was like it's like stuff. I don't know, you know. Yeah. I get that. Do you feel the same way? About about her. I feel like that's a uncomfortable question to ask for this gentleman because we don't know each other that well. All I know is that he's devilishly handsome and he's pretty funny. <laughs> I think that we should just let him try to answer the question. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't know you well enough to have anything that annoys me about you. Now, if you said something about my brother, I could list a few things. But okay, well, what? Tell us about that. Uh. The problem is uh, it's about myself too because like he's you plan something and then it's you kind of have to plan it if you're doing it and then he might show up Mm. so you can't really plan it and him show up at the same time you know what i mean so if you're planning a trip you want to plan it and say okay we're going to plan it this way and then uh if he shows up then he'll show up for it but you can't like plan around him yeah but he to be fair to him he drives all the time for work and so he could be this side of the side of the state and the other side so it's but, not that he's flaky it's just that he just might not be in the area at that right. time yeah okay but i do a similar thing i'm so far i'm just late to everything oh, so okay. like even tonight i was what was it, 10 minutes late or something oh no it's cool 
That's why I'm always like between seven and eight because I know how a lot of comedians are. You mm-hmm. say like seven thirty, it's usually about eight o'clock. So yeah. mm-hmm. Stacy's late to things all the time. Yeah, I was even late tonight. I showed up the same time as you. Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. and this is her podcast. Can you believe it? So unprofessional, Stacy. You know what? I was having a good time by myself at home, so I didn't want to stop doing that. <laughs> I don't blame you. <laughs> All right, since I said something negative about my brother, I have to say something positive about him. Okay. It's a positive thing is he's been the biggest support since I started doing comedy. He was there at the first time I did it, and he was there at like the first time I got to open for a weekend show. And so, yeah, he's it's been he's been like the constant through it, him and my girlfriend and stuff. That's amazing. Yeah. I like that a lot. Are you still doing comedy? Because I feel like I haven't seen you in a long time. I am, but staying up more by me. I haven't been to Summit City in a while. Long time. Where do you live? Kalamazoo. Michigan. Michigan? Yeah. How far away is that from here? Two hours. So you drove two hours just to be here with us tonight. Yeah. That's crazy. Why Thank would you do that? I don't know. I like I like doing doing stuff. I like talking to people learning more about it like kind of the same thing why i drive so far for comedy even if i'm not going to go up i'll watch it because i feel like it's school for me it's learning Mm -hmm. don't worry that honestly wasn't like a real question like Mm. obviously i know why you're here but i I was kind of more making fun of uh like us and our ridiculous attempt at a podcast do you this i mean that being said it is a good podcast is It, it I think it is. I'm so proud of what we do here. <laughs> it's amazing. We have merch on sale. Check us out on Etsy. Um, you know what I was thinking about, about the merch? If we buy the merch, does that money go to us? Yes. So then I guess technically we could buy merch for our guests if we're just getting the money back. We're not really getting all of the money back. Oh, because we still have to pay the third party contributors and suppliers and, you know, oh, okay. well, whatever that's... sweatshop our shirts come from. Like, we got to pay for all that. Okay. You've yeah. talked long enough now. Thanks. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you've been doing it, huh? How long have you been doing comedy now? Uh, Just over a year. Just by maybe three months over a year. How exciting is that? Have you, since you started, have you felt any sort of regret or you're just happy that you're still doing it? What are your feelings about comedy now versus a year ago? Uh, a year ago, writing was really easy. Mm. And before I had performed, writing was easy. Mm-hmm. And then I perform and that's, you get an instant reward or instant punishment. If you do bad, it's like an instant punishment. If you do good, it's an instant reward. And so that became the fun part. Now the writing is really hard for me. I have to force myself to sit down and write. Where before I ever performed, then the writing was easy because that was like the safe space, you know. Mm. So if you do a joke for the first time and it goes badly, do you just never do it again or do you keep trying it? No, I'll do it again because most of the open mics I go to, it's 20 people max. It's they're pretty small usually. So you're not really like relying on them to react. No, I have to 
for me to not do a joke again, I have to do it at least four times different places. Mm-hmm. And then I'll, like, I'll change it sometimes from place to place. And then if it just flops everywhere, then I'm like, okay, just scrap that one. Yeah, good good, good call. I, I was worried about your professionalism for a second there, but you answered that question correctly. <laughs> yeah. Nice. I don't do that. I'll, I'll give it like two goes. And if it flops both times, especially if it's like a really personable one mm. or a really like dangerous one that involves like something dark. Dead babies. That does really well everywhere I go. I was just giving an example. Um, but yeah, uh, I will, I'll try it twice, maybe a third time if I really like it. And then at that point, I'm, I'm done with it. Yeah. What about you guys? What's the... What's the most enjoyable part about comedy? And what's the part you hate about it the most? I love the writing part. Like, I love, like, like you, uh, I writing was really easy at the beginning, and now I have to force myself. But if I find, like, a premise or a concept or I think of a concept or a premise and uh, and I really like it, I'll just, like, obsess about it for, like, hours at a time. Mm-hmm. And that, like, adding tags, adding, like, little things to it, like, makes me all excited. Like, all day. Like, I had a really shit day at work today, but I didn't even notice because I was working on this rape joke that mm-hmm. I loved. So. Yeah, I was I was going to say, you just came up with that, that rape joke yeah. last night when we were talking, and I I thought it was really great. Thank you. But, yeah, yeah and then, like, all day today, I'm like, oh, I could add this tag, or I can rephrase it like this. And, mm-hmm. you know, I did not hit my quota at all. And yeah. I got scorned by my boss. Who gives a shit? I came up with a really good rape joke. You know what I mean? Are you still being promoted at work? Or did they realize who you were? They, they're they stalling. Yeah. So <laughs> we'll find out. Okay. Um. Anyway, same question, but to me. Okay. I uh, I enjoy when I come up with a new joke. Um. I usually get pretty excited about that. Um, I mean, at least if it's like a, like a good one that I feel like, you know, oh man, you know, this could really help me go places in my career. Um, and, uh, and I also enjoy when I perform and, uh, I do really, really well. Um, I don't necessarily enjoy when I perform and it's like awkward silence the whole time. Yeah, but I still appreciate the experience for what it is, and I still like milk the awkwardness mm-hmm. as much as I can because that's kind of fun, you know. Yeah, your style is very fitting to it. To your very, uh, your tone is very monotone through the whole thing, mm-hmm. and then the pauses are. You're way better at your timing than I am. That's like something I have to really focus on is slowing everything down. Your timing is you'll you do the joke and then you'll just let it sit there. I appreciate it. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like I'm too slow though. Like I'll I'll watch like my videos that I have on YouTube and I'm like, oh my god, this is so boring. I'm falling asleep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I don't know. I I think that that's a that is a problem that like a lot of comedians have is just like not being comfortable uh, taking it slow and like being in that weird silence. Yeah. And I, I don't know, I think it's important to like give the audience time to like react and like, you know, 
go through the experience with you and like not have to like try to catch up you know what i mean yeah 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 definitely what do you think is the biggest takeaway from like what is the biggest thing you think you've learned since you've been doing it for about a year um i guess i kind of understand a little bit more about myself as weird as it sounds like you know the the feeling of nervousness and then you also have the feeling of excitement and they kind of are one and the same Mm -hmm. and so now i it's uh i used to get real nervous before things now i don't get as nervous and it's like more excited and uh i like that feeling like the transition of right before it i guess it's not much about comedy but more about myself but the i I enjoy the the nervousness of it or the excitement of it right before it but wait right before what i'm sorry i wasn't listening like right before i do like uh something in comedy that's bigger like a show or something oh like you like the nervousness and excitement before you go on stage yeah like the feeling Ah. it's like real nervous Mm -hmm. right before yeah and then uh, as soon as you're on stage it's like okay this is you kind of everyone's paying attention to you now i don't don't know then you kind of relax but it's like cathartic yeah 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 that is really weird like that's one thing i noticed that's that's so weird to me is like i'm like super nervous depending on what venue i'm going to or whatever um, I'll get super nervous right before I get on stage. Then I get on stage, and if I do well, I'll get off stage, and I'm, like, freaking out. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just, like, I don't know if it's excitement or what it is, but I'm just, like, I need to get out of here for a minute and take a cigarette break because this is way too much for me. Mm-hmm. You don't smoke cigarettes. No, but I'll still go outside. <laughs> um, But, yeah, like, that, I can calm that down while on stage Mm -hmm. and then right after i'm done it speeds right back up it's such a weird experience yeah like i can't eat anything right before i go up i like to go up kind of empty-ish stomach Mm. and then uh after i'm done though i could eat everything it's like the the adrenaline dumper you you kind of like okay you're done with all that and now you can focus on okay i'm starving now but I've been doing this thing lately at Summit City where like I'll be like in the lucky bucket, like because I'm not on the list, but I'll get nachos and then I'll just be like sitting there eating my nachos and then all of a sudden they call my name and I'm like, oh shit, I didn't realize that was going to happen right now. My Mm -hmm. mouth is all full of nachos. (laughs) Uh, Stacy, what do you think is the biggest takeaway from your comedy career that you didn't think you would have learned anywhere else? I got a better answer to that question after your density. Everyone loves me. Silas. <laughs> uh, being nice to people goes a long ways. Is something I noticed. Like I, uh, there's a lot of people in comedy that kind of have an ego. I feel like, mm-hmm. and so they're like, "Oh, I've performed here and here, so I should I'm better in some sort of way." And uh, I think everybody should just be nice to people like that. One of my friends at uh, another comedy club is a nice dude, and he's always telling me about other places to go, or um, if he finds out I have like something bigger coming up, he'll message me and say, "Hey, good luck tonight" and stuff. And it's amazing because then I want to tell him about every other place I've been to or every opportunity that he can do it too. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
yeah i think it's definitely important to like be supportive of each other and like you know like try to help each other get opportunities yeah yeah yeah, I don't think I've ran into anybody that I'm like, what a douchebag in comedy yet. Mm. Yeah, I guess I haven't really either. There's some people who that's like their character. Like that's just who they are. I've I've hated people's sets. Like not because it's funny, but because of what the message is behind it is like gross to me. But like them as a person, I've never been like... Yeah, no, fuck that guy. You. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I definitely get creeped out a lot by things that people say in stand-up. But that guy say especially. Why is that? I mean, I don't know. It just it, Like, it just kind of depends on the, the joke. But I don't know. I'm kind of a prude, really, is what it is. Mm-hmm. Which is weird because I am a pretty dirty comic, I think. Yeah, you've got some dirty stuff. I mean, I, I don't know. I feel like my wording is maybe kind of tame, but my subject matter isn't. Yeah. I don't know. Have you ever been anywhere where you think you went too far? Like you said a joke that you probably shouldn't have? No. I'm pretty mild with the stuff I say, I feel like. um, No, I don't think so. Not yet. Not yet. <clears throat> I guess it depends on what people would be offended by, though. But most of my stuff is pretty neutral. I think. Yeah. I mean, I've only heard, like, maybe 10 minutes of your stuff, but I can't think of anything that was, like, out there. Mm-mm. I haven't seen you perform in a really long time, so I don't remember any of your jokes. But, yeah. You should make merch about snow bunnies. I think that would be good. Uh, Do you so, have a joke about that, or yeah, oh, uh, it's about my uh, my girlfriend being a snow bunny. So, yeah. What's that? A snow bunny? Uh, it's a white girl that only dates black guys. Oh, I didn't know that. That was what those were called. Yeah, there you can usually there's usually more to it. You can have like more trashy snow bunnies or like the more classy snow bunnies. It's kind of funny. Mm. Yeah. Is which one is your girlfriend? Classy. He's marrying her. Of course, she's gonna be classy. I don't know. Maybe he likes him slutty. <laughs> that doesn't necessarily. Oh, does it? If you're slutty, does that mean you're trashy? No. Well, it depends on it depends on if you're slutty with like a bunch of people. Then I'd say it's more trashy. You can also be like, just like dress a certain way and like maybe. Act or like talk a certain way, but like not necessarily sleep with a bunch of people, kind of. Yeah, because I I guess that's true. You can be trashy without being slutty, because you could just be it. Like you could not sleep with anybody and just be a trashy person, mm-hmm. or you could be trashy and slutty. Well, if you're gonna be trashy, you might as well be slutty. I appreciate what you have in life. I guess my my feelings mm-hmm. about this. Stupid and irrelevant, but I was just thinking about the movie Mean Girls, uh, you know, like the plastics. Mm-hmm. I think I I see them kind of as being slutty, but like not necessarily due to them sleeping with anybody, but just like how they are. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I'm referring yeah. to. Yeah, yeah, because you could have somebody who's a, a major flirt but never sleeps with anybody, 
Yeah. then you could have somebody who doesn't seem to flirt at all, but they sleep with everybody. I like those That's true. people. Okay. That don't flirt. They're just straight to what needs to be done. <laughs> I appreciate that. Are you they talk- have a goal in mind. Are you talking about me or? No, no. You're a huge flirt. Oh. Who, who are you referring to? Nobody specific. I'm just talking in general. I appreciate those kind of people. Kinds of people. They're kind people with their genitals. <laughs> Anyways. Um, what made you get into comedy? Um, since I was really young, I've always felt, this is a weird thing. You can ask my brother about this. I've always thought I should have a microphone in my hand doing something and I never knew what it was. Mm. And I thought it was singing maybe. So I just like, I can't, can't sing. So like that, it's not singing. And then I didn't think I've always liked stand up comedy, but I never thought I was funny. Mm-hmm. And then I was just like, yeah, I'll just give it a try. Why not? Worst that can happen is that everybody says boo and I walk off and like, okay. Are you funny? I think I'm funny at times. I, don't, I wouldn't say, I don't know. I In my family, I'm funny a lot. I can get people to laugh a lot. Mm-hmm. But I'm a fairly reserved person. Mm-hmm. Besides, when I'm on stage or around my family, hmm. does anyone want a shot? I'm feeling kind of weird, so <laughs> yeah, I'll take a shot. Would you like one? I'm down. Yeah. Okay. What do you want? Rum, tequila, or whiskey, or scotch? We have scotch. Probably tequila. Okay. All right. I'll take a whiskey shot. Okay. I'll be right back. So, because you thought you needed a microphone in your hand, you felt like you should have a microphone in your hand. Yeah. Do you have? Uh, do you think that you have had a interesting life? Uh, for my age. For your age. Yeah. What about it? Do you feel like is very interesting? Um. And how old are you? Uh, twenty-seven. Okay. Yeah. Uh, interesting is like, uh, me and my brother have lived on our own since I was 16 and he was 18. And so just navigating life as young teens living on your own and then just the different jobs I've had and, uh, different hobbies I've picked up and skills I've learned. I feel like it's more than the usual people my age. Hobbies. What kind of hobbies? Like drugs? No, like, uh, they're always usually like self-improvement hobbies. Like, uh, my brother was taking a mixed martial arts class and, uh, we like being active and riding bikes and rock climbing and stuff like that. And so, uh, I was like, I'll take it with him. So I started doing that and then I've gotten really into it and, uh, so yeah, hobbies like that. Okay. What do you think is the most interesting thing about you? Just the fact that you were on your own at 16 or? Um, I think I have a very different outlook on life um, than is normal than someone my age or someone that is my ethnicity. Oh, yeah. We haven't talked about that. Um, 
what is your ethnicity? Are you black? Uh, 50-50. So my dad's black and my mom's white. That's what you look like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just nice and caramel. <laughs> uh, to podcast episode number 21. Cheers. Cheers. So huh? do you do you know uh, what kind of black and what kind of white you are? Oh, that was rough. Uh, my mom is like Irish, and then there's some a long ways back, Native American Indian, uh, and then my dad. I'm not sure what where his line comes from or anything. Okay. Do you know your dad? Yeah. Okay. My my parents are still together. <laughs> but is that racist for me to ask? No. Okay. I think it's the the majority of uh, people these days i feel like their parents aren't together so it's a pretty fair question to ask well and like you know if you know your mom's you know history but you don't know your dad's i feel like that's pretty easy yeah uh, you know my mom's more into researching her history and stuff my dad not so much um Mm. but like my mom will spend she spent years researching like she's traced great ancestors back to uh you know other countries and stuff but have you ever done an Ancestry.com or 23andMe? I haven't. Uh, my brother has that. Is all that information accurate? The Irish and all that? Uh, I don't know, actually, because I, I just knew he did it. Uh, <laughs> I, I haven't seen it. Wow. But, yeah. And you, does your brother have the same two parents as you? Yeah. Okay. Uh, all, of us, all of us kids, too. How many of you are there? Eight. eight. There's eight of yeah. you fuckers? Out yeah. of your mother? Mm-hmm. Out of the same woman. Yeah. What are you, what, where are you in, in the range? Are you like the closer to the youngest or the oldest? Like the middle. The me middle? And my, me and my brother are the middle two. Okay. How many, how many sisters? Four. So there's four and four. Mm-hmm. It's like literally the Brady Bunch. That's oh. actually how my family is. Wait, no. Because there's four girls and three boys. But I have three brothers and three sisters. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Holy shit. I think I'm the most like stable home because I don't have as many siblings. Well, you were kicked out of your home. So. <laughs> well, they were stable after I left. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. No, that's the most interesting thing about you is your parents are still together and you have like 20 siblings. Yeah. Other than all the other cool stuff, but, <laughs> you know. Yeah, no, it's pretty surprising. That is nuts. Your poor mom. Mm-hmm. That poor vagina. Yeah. That poor vagina, that poor everything. Like, yeah. That's your whole life you're giving to multiple lives. Yeah. Does she, she like- has to have a favorite because that's too many kids to love to love them all equally. Does your mom have a favorite? Oh, I'm sure she does. I, I would I would say it's my older siblings. Which one? Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, all the older ones like all lived at home until they were married, and then uh, me and my brother were kicked out, and so I'd say we're probably among the least favorite ones. Oh, so you were kicked out of your home as well? Yeah. High five. Wait, when were you kicked out? Uh, I was 16 and my brother was 18. Why were you kicked out? Um, 
That's a good question. It, you know the answer. No, I, I really don't. Like, uh, dig, dig deep. Bes- besides differing opinions, uh, my parents are very strict religious. And are you gay? No. He has so. a girlfriend. Uh, I know. It was a joke. It was a joke. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It was sounded sincere. I apologize. Whatever. So you're not, you don't follow their same religious beliefs. No, I'm uh, like they're, they're Christian, but very, I always compare it to Amish. It's very close to Amish. Uh, so like the girls had to wear dresses and a head covering. Um, and like I wasn't allowed to wear shorts as a boy. And Wait. Say, what? Yeah. Wait, what religion is that? They say they just said Christian, but it was it was non-denominational, but it was closer to Amish or Mennonite as a denomination. Wait, okay, are you Amish? No. But Did you live where the Amish people live? Yeah. Did you go to public school? No, I was homeschooled. Are oh. there I'm sorry, this is I feel like a racist question. Are there other black people that live over there with the Amish? Uh, very few. Yeah. Okay. I'm just my mind is blown. Yeah, my parents had a <laughs> a very they had interesting young lives, and so I think they kind of did an overcorrect correction. So they both went to Ohio State, and they had like the normal life up until like my age probably and then they got married and they kind of totally changed directions so they basically just decided to go be amish but then just say oh we're just christians and this is how christians dress and this is what we do yeah that's so weird did you go to church Mm -hmm. i still do do you go to the same church no now the church that your parents went to did all the kids and all the people there dress the same way yeah what was that church called um one of them i think was called like calvary um there's just names um but it was non-denominationals but it was a denomination but yeah so but like basically amish yeah mennonite is the better we would resemble oh. Mennonite more, but not everybody really knows Mennonite, so I just say Amish. Was this on the pod that we were talking about this or some other time? I don't even know if you were there, Kristen, but um, I feel like the word Mennonite is a derogatory slur for Amish. <laughs> That's what it sounds like to me. No, it's like a whole nother, uh There's so many levels of Mennonite. They're yeah. like the Mennonites that we live nearby. They, uh, they had a lot of weird rules. So all their cars had to be black. Wow. Um, Interesting. And so if they bought a new car, it had to get painted black. and Or they would just buy a black car. Um, one of the perks, if separate, we didn't get the perk because we weren't full Amish or Mennonite. But the Mennonite the community that we lived in, they didn't have to have insurance. So it was all done through the church. So they didn't have to have insurance on their cars or houses or stuff like that because it was all uh, part of the denomination. It was everybody in the church. If something happened to one family, everybody in the church would just pitch in if they needed help. But like legally, they didn't have to have car insurance? Right. 
Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. You couldn't now can Mennonites and I don't Amish. know if that's changed now, but it kind of makes me want to move over there and do that. Yeah. No, I like electricity. I don't like my car insurance. I still have to pay it, it but before the tenth, otherwise it'll get cut off. Yeah. Now, the Amish and the Mennonites, they can't get drafted, can they? I don't know. I'm not uh it I'm not sure on that. Because I know Quakers can't, but that's because they're pacifists. I just didn't know. Like, I always wondered, do Quaker or do Amish have the same perks as the Quakers do? Because they're very similar in certain ways. I'm not sure. I've kind of been away from it for a long time, and so I don't remember a lot of the stuff. Quakers but. can't get drafted. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they don't. They're not necessarily needing to go get drafted. What about Native Americans who, like, live on reservations? That's fucked up if they do get drafted. It is fucked up. They better not. I am I mean, they. that should be, like, the one thing, you know, if, if nothing else, because, like, they already get shit on so much. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Let's fight for the land that we keep taking from you. Yeah. Probably not. I'll have to ask a Native American when I meet one next. <laughs> the last one you met had blonde hair and blue eyes. I know, but he was a card-carrying Native American. And you weren't expecting to meet him that day. I wasn't. That was a really awkward time to meet a Native American, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so that's fascinating. Um, I was going to ask you more about comedy, but let's talk about religion. You go to church now? Yeah. You, by your own volition, you go to church. Yeah. What church do you go to? Uh, it's uh, Radiant right now. That's where we're going. It's uh, one in Kalamazoo or Portage, where I live. Like you and your fiance? Yeah. Is, who, which one of the two decided, oh, we're going to start going to church? I've always been going on and off since moving out. Uh, ever since, like... I was young. For a long time after we got kicked out, I didn't go to church. And then I met some friends that went to church. And then we went to church with them. I was like, oh, this is so much different than the church I grew up in. Hmm. And then like, some weird stuff happened in the church then. And they didn't really want us to go there. And so like each time, it's kind of been like a little bit weird with the church. And so I'm a little bit more, I would rather watch it online then go and go to church in person why do you okay um i guess i didn't answer your question but no no no. i'm i'm i feel like no matter how i word things i'm gonna sound like i hate jesus and that's not the case um but i don't i'm i'm a little bit drunk now but i'm just like so curious because you don't meet a lot of just like you know christians nowadays you know what i mean yeah um but why, like, what do you get from that experience? Um, I guess I learned something new. I, I, it's, it's different for me than, like, than my fiance. Um, so for me, I feel like they're teaching me something. It's kind of like school, but for, like, your spiritual side. And so I feel like they, they expound on it more than I could do on my own. And so it's kind of the same thing I do with comedy. I go and watch people and learn from it. And so 
I try to just learn something from the message. Is it really spiritual or is it more like moral lessons? Some of both. Okay. Like it's about uh, afterlife and then also like what you're supposed to be doing on earth now to prepare yourself for the afterlife. So what are you doing to prepare for the afterlife? Uh, trying to live a, a better life and uh, trying to follow as best I can. There's There's some things that are in the Bible that I don't follow and I probably should, but. Like what? Uh, well, like living with my fiance before we're married and stuff like all all these like. Do you really things. feel like that's wrong of you? Um, I don't know. Like I, obviously, most of me doesn't because I'm doing it, you know. <laughs> right, but like but, what? Like where's like the questioning of it? Is it just that that's a religious belief? that you're defying and you feel guilty about that or is there like some other reason that you feel like that might be important no i don't feel guilty about it um ultimately i think it's uh a lot of the the rules that you're supposed to follow are to help you be a better person in general or to help you have a better relationship with your spouse or things like that. I think it's ultimately what they are. So that's what I look at them as like, okay, this is helping my relationship with God and also helping my relationship with my fiance. And do you feel like living together isn't helping your relationship? No. Um, it's, it's like I said, it's some of the, the things in the Bible that I like, I don't, is that like, you're not following it, but you maybe kind of question if you're like maybe missing something as to why you should, yeah, okay. some somewhat, and then there's I have friends and family members that are more religious than I am, and they say, "Hey, there's this, these are some of our concerns based on this stuff," and so then I take it into account, and then ultimately I make my decision, and then we just move on with our lives, you know. So how do you feel about gay people? I don't have a problem. Like I don't like it. It doesn't bother me. Like I think everybody should live how they want to live. Do you have any gay siblings? No, I don't. You've got to. Yeah. Yeah, there's eighty percent of the population is at least a little bit gay, so that means that eight of your wait no, you have eight siblings. Yeah. So that would mean maybe like all of five, them are gay, and only the twenty percent <laughs> that hasn't been born is straight. Five and a half of your siblings are at least a little bit gay. I don't know. It hasn't come out yet. If they do are, have, do you have any siblings that are single? Uh yeah, so my brother, who's uh just older than me, and then my three youngest sisters. Hmm. So, um, Stacy, none of them like girls. You said at least all of them are a little bit gay. <laughs> yeah, the guy. It can't be the girl. No, because I know I know why you're asking. So I'm just telling you. I'm just trying to test your theory. Okay. Right. So, so my question to you, Stacy, is have you ever had a spirit, uh, spiritual experience? <laughs> what? Like, what do you... That's that's a really broad question. Okay, where you, do you guys stand on religion then? Is that is that what you were asking? Where, no, I don't give a shit about religion. To answer your question, <laughs> I don't mean to be rude, but like, I... I, I 
I have opinions about religion, but I was brought up um, atheist. Okay. Um, so I've always looked at things from a different perspective. Like I wish I was um, brought up in a religious home, because then I the questions that I had growing up would have some sort of answer that I can, um, I can. Uh, what's the word am I looking for? can be angsty about but mm. because like i didn't have anything i was actually very curious like i almost joined joined a cult when i w- moved to michigan once mm-hmm. um i was really lucky because i was like this like this close and uh i didn't but what the guy had to say sounded awesome like, yeah you know you just love everybody we all love each other and it's this love is just an expression of how God feels about us and all that other stuff. And I was like, fuck yeah. How can I not be orgies with great people, you know? Mm-hmm. Then I got a little weird. But my question to you, Stacy, have Did, you ever had a spiritual experience? Were you involved in this cult in any way? What do you mean? She's I, wondering if you, you're involved in orgies is what I mean. Yeah. Hearing. No. I pussied out. Was that all a joke? I feel like no, was it was joke. not a joke. I promise you, it wasn't. All right. Um, I I don't know. I guess like I I had time to think about it while you were talking. Um, I am. Uh, I'm not. I'm not religious. I'm spiritual. I don't know. That's such a gay thing to say. Um, no, I believe in God, and I have had things that have happened in my life that, um are reasons for my beliefs. Mm. I also believe in reincarnation. Um, I don't know. I feel like... The, like, I just feel like I've generally been very lucky my whole life. Like, I've always been very safe and well taken care of. Like, any time where I felt like I had a real problem, like, there's always been something there that got me through it easily like uh it's it's like that uh that joke from um the pursuit of happiness uh that the little boy tells where the guy is drowning and he's like asking god for help and uh you know like all the boats come and he's like no thank you god will save me and then he dies and goes to heaven and he's like god why didn't you save me and god's like i sent you three big boats you dummy you know i feel like there's always boats you know yeah yeah i get that yep yeah i the way i grew up was like an overbearing uh religious aspect like everything we did was it was overbearing and so it pushed me away from it for a long time and then i had to it had to be all on my own to, to to be interested in it again. Mm-hmm. And so I had to look into things that were interesting to me. And then it started to gain a little more attraction. So like I'm more interested in it now than I've probably ever been. Um, but I'm still not to the extent of like my parents or like even some of my siblings and stuff. Do um, you think that maybe a little bit of it was like a, like a rebellion against it from just being a child and not wanting to like follow what your parents are telling you to? Probably. Like a lot of stuff that they were teaching me, now that I'm older and I kind of see what happens in the world, I'm like, okay, I get I get what they're trying to do. They just 
didn't go about it the right way. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Rebel against. That's the word I was looking for. Yeah. <laughs> no, honestly, in all in all actuality, I'm actually uh, like in a weird way jealous of your upbringing because um, I didn't have any sort of spirituality. Always, I always had to look at it from a analytical way. Mm-hmm. Like this is what happened. This is what it could be. You know, like even like ghosts and stuff like that. Like that's all bullshit because there's an explanation for all of it in some form or fashion. Mm-hmm. Okay, so is there an explanation for um, the fact that uh, I used to set my, my top hat on um, an end table in my living room and it would always end up on the floor? Is there a non-ghostly ex- explanation for that? How old are you when this happened? This was like this year. Your cat. You got me there. I can't can't disprove that theory. (laughs) I was going to say I need more details. Like, is there a vent above it? (laughs) I do have a cat. I don't think there's a vent, but I definitely have a cat. Yeah. Do you think we should take a break? If that sounds great. I need a a refill. Okay. Um, Is it okay if we take a break for a moment? Sounds good to me. All right. You can do whatever whatever you like with this time. I'm back. Hey, welcome back. Yo, yo. Welcome back to you guys as well. Thank you. It's good to feel welcome. Thank you for not uh, resuming the podcast, even though I specifically told you you could. We're considerate. That's that's good of you. I have (laughs) actually thought of a question for you while I was outside. Okay. So, um, if you're questioning... uh, whether or not you should be living in sin. Mm-hmm. Are you also fornicating in sin? Yes, but for some people's purposes, no. Oh, like your parents? Oh, I don't care about my parents. No, it'd be more her, uh, her side of the family. Oh. Are they going to listen to this? Probably not. No. Oh, okay. So you're fornicating hard then. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> in the name. We don't. We don't need specifics. <laughs> we we know how it works. Do you get offended by Jesus jokes? No. Okay. I want to tell you a Jesus joke, but I'll save it for later. S- just say it now. Yeah. It's my joke. But you always do that. You I always know. bring stuff up, and you're like, "Oh, I'm not gonna talk about it." I've been it in a right really now. like I've had I've hit a stride recently in writing, and I'm really excited about it. But I need to try these jokes on stage, not just to one person, and watch their reaction. I really it's a good joke though. I can, will say that I just I feel like what well, we can tell you if it's funny or not. We're both comedians. You're right. I'll so, probably never say it on stage anyways. What is it? No, I'm going to save it for the stage. She's never going to do it. She doesn't even have a joke. I do, She's too. She's just making this whole thing up. I told you this joke. <laughs> Maybe I did About didn't. Jesus? About Jesus. Huh. Can you give me another hint? Um, Jesus doubled down on carpentry. Oh yeah, I remember now. Um, hey, fuck you! Because don't say the joke. Don't. was it because he wasn't the son of 
god so or he had to like pretend to be a carpenter but he was a really shitty one um and he could only make uh lowercase t's yeah he like he couldn't even make the jew star right star david um which is funny because jesus was a jew mm -hmm. that's why it's relevant yeah yeah you butchered the joke i asked you to tell it i know it <laughs> I think it's funny. Do you think it's funny? Yeah, <laughs> I, I would have to hear the full delivery of it. But yeah. <laughs> well, since you butchered it, uh, Stacy, I think. Uh, do you think that uh, Jesus really doubled down on the whole Son of God thing because he was a bad carpenter? Like that makes more sense. Do you think that like? Because I think he was like trying to do the carpentry thing. He pissed off his only living dad, and he's like, "Well, fuck you! I'm the son of God." Like, because like the only thing he could make was lowercase t's. He couldn't even make the star of David for crying out loud. <laughs> That's the joke. Mm -hmm. What was um Joseph's um like livelihood? What what did he do? Carpentry. Was he? I think so. Yeah, sure. it's where Jesus learned his carpentry skills. I should know this. See but. how I'm asking the only Christian in the room. <laughs> Do you consider yourself a Christian? Yeah. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Very nice. Oh, the tag to that joke, I fucking forgot. Is every time he tried to make, even when he made the lowercase t's, he always ended up nailing his hand. Oh. <laughs> That's the part. Sorry. <laughs> I'm glad you laughed at it. I love it when a Christian laughs at a good Jesus joke. <laughs> That's pretty so, terrible. So I feel like God had a sense of humor, though, or he wouldn't make stupid-looking animals, you know? Like which ones? Ostriches. But see, penguin, penguins are cute, though. Yeah, Depends but they are stupid-looking, though. They are, they are funny-looking. Yeah. yeah. The, the way they walk. Mm. Kind of like you. I thanks. I appreciate it. Hey, you're the one who said it first. I just I do walk like I do walk like a penguin. Even the way my feet point is penguin like. But um Yeah, ostriches are a weird looking animal. Flamingos. Mm hmm It's really weird to me how flamingos are um filter feeders like whales are. Like they put their head in the water. Mm hmm Yet they're really tall. Yeah. Oh yeah, she was all asking me about that. She was like, "That seems like nature fucked up there with those legs being so long." And I was like, "No, it's so that they can go deeper into the water and not drown." Shit. Yeah. Does yeah. that make sense? Mm -hmm. I mean, like geese eat. Uh, if you watch geese, they tip up in the air while their butts are up in the air and their heads, they're feeding off the bottom of the. So they kind of do the similar thing. Mm -hmm. But it's not always. It's not their main source. But they also have like long necks. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, geese are fucking weird too. Mm -hmm. They're so funny how they always just like stand in the road and they're just like such assholes and like you're walking down the sidewalk and then they're all mad at you for also trying to walk down the sidewalk. Yeah, city geese are weird. They don't care. But if you get <laughs> if you get like wild geese, then you can't get near them. Yeah. Oh, because they're like afraid. Yeah, they'll oh. they'll take off and fly away. What makes a goose a city goose versus a country goose? 
They live in the city and hang out here? Yeah, if there's like, you know, neighborhoods that have ponds. Yeah. They'll just be city geese and, you know, ducks that live in there. So they're used to seeing people. Mm-hmm. So there's country geese out there that are like too afraid to get in the city because it's too dangerous and shit? Yeah, like the the geese that migrate all the time. I thought they all migrated. I think they all, yeah, I guess that's fair. They all migrate, but I think some of them, I don't know, some of them just hang out around here. They, the other ones stay away from uh, more populated areas. Well, some of them might not migrate, or maybe they just don't migrate as far because there's, my friends live on a lake and they have like open parts of water and there's always geese in there. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. I love how we're talking about geese. This is great. <laughs> the TV switched from animals to cocomelons. Oh, Jesus. Oh, that's cute. That lady's doing sign language. Yeah, you really need to know how to say do-to-do. Um, you farmed quail. That's the weirdest fucking animal to, to farm. What did you mind. do with them? Uh, me and my brother hatched them, so we got the eggs, and then we'd hatch them. It was for a a dog trainer. He trained pointers. You know how to uh, spot a bird in the field, and you know stand there and point at them. Now, did they follow you around? Like they thought that you were their mama and stuff? No, we didn't have them for very long. We just hatched them and raised them to a certain age, and then uh, the guy took them. What else did you farm? Uh, sheep. Goats, ducks, pigs, cows. Uh, we had horses, um, dogs. Just a couple dogs, though. We didn't like raise multiple dogs. We just had pets. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Was it um, worth it? Do you think to have all those animals? Yeah. Uh, I think it's good for kids to grow up with animals. And then especially if they have to take care of the animals, it kind of teaches them, you know, responsibilities and stuff. So looking back at the time, I hated it because I had to get up in the morning and, you know, do it in the morning and evening. But now I think it it was probably good for me. Did you do any, like, vegetation farming, like corn and soybean and all that? Uh, My mom grew a big garden, okay. uh, but I didn't do any... And until I worked for a different farmer, then we did like harvesting stuff like that. But uh, on our farm, it was just what we grew in the garden for us to eat or the animals we grew. Now, did you grow a lot of like vegetation for the animals? Is that why she had such a big farm? Vegetation uh, farm? No, we bought all the like the hay and the bedding and all that stuff for the animals. Um, just the stuff we, we grew was for us to eat. It's so like my mom had a whole bunch of raspberries um, and then a bunch of strawberries and then a bunch of potatoes and all this stuff like that. How's your relationship with your parents now? Uh, I see them probably once every two, three months. Oh. Like mainly at the holidays and stuff. Yeah. But no, we get along. Um, Do they but, feel like you turned out well? I don't know. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Like, I have a lot of questions I want to ask my parents, but I don't know. We'll have to see how it goes. I can only ask them in, like, little spurts. I don't mm. know if it, they just, I don't think they really want to talk about a lot of it, but, yeah. I recommend 
getting them really drunk. Do they drink? Mm-mm. I didn't think so. I recommend getting them really drunk. <laughs> and then they'll tell you shit. Just tell them it's tea. Yeah, tell them it's... I'm sure they know what alcohol is. But... Yeah. and They were partiers back in the day. Before they became Amish. Yeah. Hmm. hmm. Do you know what the reason was that they decided to become Amish? I'm not really sure. I don't know. I don't know what prompted it really. Hmm. Um Yeah. I feel like you should you should know that. I know. It there's a lot of stuff about my parents I don't know. Like I don't really know a whole lot about their past. Like uh only really know what they've showed me, you know. Hmm. Parents are funny like that. They are. What is the uh, largest stretch of age between you and your siblings? So I'm guessing it's like your oldest sibling and your youngest sibling. Like, what's the age gap between the two? Uh, I think the oldest is 37, 38. And the youngest is 19 or 20. That's a pretty big gap. How old are you? It's a lot of kids. At 27. So she was popping out every year, every two years. Uh, it was every two or three. Yeah. The first, but between the first and the second was four or five. I think five maybe. And then it was every two or three after that. Is she in good shape? Like, is she still hot or? Uh, yeah, I mean, she's, she's not thin or anything, but she's, uh, my parents' weight will, like, fluctuate a lot. Like, sometimes mm-hmm. they'll be heavier. Um, and then she had two knee replacements, and so she's exercising more and stuff now. But, yeah. What about her vagina? Is that tight? Uh, I wouldn't know. <laughs> I, I hope to never know. <laughs> That's one of the questions to ask when she gets drunk. It's yeah. just... Uh... Or just any time, really. <laughs> or any time. <laughs> and it's your mom. You're, you should You should know that, you know? Uh, my mom is a very emotional person. Yeah. Yeah. What about your mom, Stacy? Is your mom's vagina tight? I mean, she only has had three children. Right. But she other only than takes one. And I actually didn't even come out of her vagina. Oh, you were a C section? Mm-hmm. Oh. So I don't know. I mean, the last time I saw her, she looked pretty good but um no i don't know i don't know what what it looks like down there okay. i guess i've never looked at my parents and thought hmm are you guys hot or not no. mm. hmm. it's strangely you know how people get weirded out about their parents like having sex or stuff it doesn't bother me at all like it, it wouldn't bother me if it would never happen for one because my parents wouldn't do it. But like I could be <laughs> in the next room and they could be having sex and it wouldn't bother me at all. Where other people are like, oh my God, that's so gross. But for some reason, it, I don't I feel, I feel like I just understand my parents. Bang, you know. Yeah, I mean, people procreate. Yeah. It's just normal. They have they have eight cases to prove it. Mm-hmm. They have eight cases. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I doubt that they're doing the um, artificial insemination. No. I doubt it. They're serial procreators, for mm-hmm. sure. 
Jesus Christ. Eight kids. How old are they now? Your parents? <laughs> this, is, this is a good question. I, I, I don't know. I should know this. <laughs> I would guess late 50s, early 60s. Yeah, somewhere around there. Well, they're, your oldest sibling's 37, right? Somewhere in there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you're 27. Yeah, maybe I would say like, and they didn't probably have kids until they're 27, right? Yes. Yeah, oh, they were 27. So probably oh, so like 20s. the 60s or 70s. Yeah, I would say 65, 66. I think early 60s, if anything, late 50s, early 60s. I don't, I don't think they're mid 60s yet. Mm, okay. Huh. Okay. Yeah. I want to say 60 probably. Huh. Yeah, that's nuts. I can I can imagine. I'd be emotional too if I had eight kids. Mm. I'm not trying to justify your mom's behavior. I just know I'm emotional now. Yeah. And I have one. Can you give an example of why she's like emotional? Like I feel like you maybe brought that up for a reason. Uh, it's it. Well, I brought it up. I guess is it, it's hard to talk to her about anything serious because she'll break down, and so then it's you just end up not bringing up the serious stuff that's really weird it, she's kind of been emotional i'd say all all my life um yeah she's a stay-at-home mom mm. what does your dad do for a living uh he does like graphic design and like uh, product engineering stuff he worked from home most of my childhood really that's yeah. interesting for an amish person <laughs> Well, yeah, but he's not technically Amish, so, yeah. Mm, he's Mennonite light, dude. Yeah. Mennonite light, I like that. That's cute. I guess the best way to describe it is just heavy, very strict religious, but, yeah. Hmm. What do you do for a living? Uh, I do tech support for a tech company. Oh. So I got to get to talk to upset people all day long. Mm. So this is a nice, quick pace change. Yeah. Yeah. Because we're not going to like freak out on you or hang up on you. <laughs> Smash our computers when you're talking to us. <laughs> no. Does that ever happen? I've had people yell at me. Uh, people whistle at me, cuss me out. Stuff. Whistle? whistle? <laughs> yeah, a guy did that to me the other day. I was on the phone and he was, I don't know, he had some issue. I can't remember what it was now. I was trying to walk him through the steps of, of doing it. And he like whistled at me. He's like, shut the fuck up. Listen, I'm trying to tell you how I did it. And I was like, yo, man, you don't need to whistle at me. You don't need to cuss at me. I'm trying to help you here. But, yeah. Whistle. That is a weird, like, and he's not catcalling you. He's just whistling at you to get your attention. Yeah. Mm. That's really rude. Um, so I actually weird. was just remembering one time I was listening to my grandma on the phone with uh, tech support for our computer, and the guy uh, kept telling her, uh, he was like, you need to restart the computer, and she was like, but it's already on. Yeah, that that is exactly stuff I deal with all day long. It The amount of people that don't even know how to use their phone, and then they're trying to use an accessory to the phone. Oh. It's just... Yeah. See, that's why I don't do anything on my phone. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dude. 
So all my uh, jokes, most of my jokes are on my phone, on my Samsung Notes. Mm-hmm. And I just move like a majority on my Google Docs. And um, recently my phone went into Stacy's toilet. <laughs> so now a, a portion of like my concepts and shit are no longer available to me because I can't get on my phone. Like, crazy thing is, is I can still hear the alarm in the, every morning go off, but I can't see the screen or anything like that. Can you plug it in? Excuse me. I imagine. Plug it into a computer and uh, pull the stuff off of it? I have no clue. Yeah. I usually, everyone, yeah, I do the same thing. I put all my jokes in the notes, and then every once in a while, I'll just email a copy of it to myself so that it, always have a copy in my email Mm, that's a good idea yeah i don't really have anything backed up on my phone it's just all on my phone if i lost it it's gone forever yeah yeah i'm i'm pretty fucking happy that i put like the hits on the on the google doc but fuck man i've got like good concepts on there that i i can remember like three but they're all about serial killers so that doesn't help me no do you like serial killer shows since you have serial killer jokes? I don't have that many serial killer jokes, but I do love understanding, trying to understand the mind of what motivated them to kill that many times. Because mm-hmm. I find that Because it's fun. What? For, for them, they, it's what they like to do. That's why they keep doing it. Yeah. Because of why? It's fun. To do what? Murder people. Okay. I'm saying it's fun for them. I'm not saying I'm going to go out and start murdering people because <laughs> I think it's fun. That's not what I mean. Yeah, I I guess all the ones I, I know, if they get some sort of pleasure or like justification out of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, can you like imagine that? Just like someone else being at your mercy and watching the lights go out of their eyes? You want to explore that? thought a little bit more it's uh i just i can only imagine it would make you feel very powerful you know yeah i don't know how it feels good for people though you know what i mean Mm. it's not for the murdery for sure yeah but like i i yeah i I guess i'm not a serial killer so i don't know but i i care about people too much even people i don't know I don't want to inflict pain on other people, mm-hmm. but if if other people were objects and didn't feel pain, you know, that would be fun. <laughs> you I know mean, I mean? guess that's why video games are popular. Yeah. Can I just, uh, for the listeners listening at home, I just want to point the aesthetics in the room. Uh, Silas, who is on the side of not being a serial killer, is in the most well-lit area in the room all the lights are closest to him and for the side of the serial killer entrepreneur it is completely dark there's no light there's the blue light from the tv and that's that so you <laughs> and i'm in you the middle. can't really see me so you don't really even know who i am no i know who you are <laughs> i just find i feel like i'm like i have my conscience because I'm in the middle of you too. So oh, I feel like, like I'm the I'm the devil and he's the angel. Yeah, on your, on your two shoulders. Yeah. Oh, that's cute. So, uh, so 
how are you feeling right now? Like who, whose side are you leaning towards right now? Literally, I'm leaning towards Silas. But you're looking at me. But I'm looking at you astounded. <laughs> so, I don't know. I just feel like um, when I listen to podcasts and uh, people are like, oh, there's no way of understanding the psyches of these people. I feel like, is there something wrong with me that like I get it, you know? Not saying I'm gonna do it or that I wanna do it, but I get it, you know? I don't know. I don't know. Do you guys disagree? Am I a, a sociopath? <laughs> I, I am curious why they do it, like what motivates them to do it. And I feel like it's always probably something in their childhood. I mean, I do feel like there has to be an anger behind it or like something that... Have you guys seen the show The Patient? Hmm. Well, um, it's... Okay, so it's about this guy who basically uh, kidnaps his therapist and locks him in his basement so that he can help him to stop being a serial killer. Mm-hmm. But um, he is like traumatized from his dad from childhood because his his dad would always like be really demeaning and like hit him and stuff and um and so like anytime someone in the real world would like make him feel those same feelings like belittle him or um you know anything like make him feel bad he would murder them because he needed to take out that rage and he he just didn't like it. He didn't like being triggered like that. In this day and age, he would be murdering a lot of people because everybody is really mean to people nowadays. Like mm. Even fast food. Like, oh, it, yeah. I oh, he killed a lot food. of people in the show. He killed a lot of people. He had like a whole box full of their belongings. Yeah. Yeah. Well, go ahead and finish that thought, Silas. Sorry. No, no, you're good. Uh, Like I worked in one, one of my first few jobs was McDonald's. And mm-hmm. it was very important how you talk to the people. Like they, they were very adamant about that. And now mm-hmm. it's not anymore. Like after COVID, everyone is so rude. There's, I can probably count on my hands the fast food restaurants you can go to now, and you actually have a good experience. Oh yeah, definitely. That is true. Yeah. That brings me to a very important question: Do you eat Chick Fil A? <laughs> I do. You do? Is yeah. it because you're a Christian? And you hate gays and you don't care about how you spend your money and what you're voting for with your dollar because you hate the gays anyway. So, like, why don't they just all die? They just have fire fries and sauce. They do have fire fries. You know what I want to (laughs) do? I swear to you, I want to do this so bad. I want to order cater Mm Chick-fil-A to a gay bar. So bad. I just want to see how much it gets eaten and thrown hey, away. You know what? If they're if they're not uh, paying for it, I'm sure they'd probably eat it. Yeah, it's like a free drink at the bar. Yeah, mm. exactly. Why wouldn't you eat delicious fries mm. and you know chicken from a place that hates you? Why wouldn't you? That's good stuff. You know what I mean? I'll eat it. I won't pay for it, but I'll eat it. Like, like sometimes when like I'm door dashing, I'll do a Chick Fil A order, but then like the person will cancel the order, but I already picked it up. Yeah. So I eat it, you know. Or yes. like if it if it is catered to me at a job or something that's happened before, I'll eat it then. When I was pregnant, I had Chick Fil A's app, 
I love Chick-fil-A so much. Like I and I to this day will eat Chick-fil-A. I think the only chicken sandwich that could beat Chick-fil-A was Popeye's chicken sandwich when it first came out. Not anymore. I would I, I agree with you. So it's Chick-fil-A all day. Mm-hmm. Fun fact, I've never eaten at Popeye's. What? You're black. I know. <laughs> Just sorry. breaking stereotypes all around here. I said I was gonna stop being racist on the podcast. See, it's not racist. I don't think it's racist. I think it's just funny. I think I think people need to do that more is point out the funniness and things. I appreciate that. That's how I feel. Yeah. Because it is funny, but then I'm like, are people gonna hate me for saying these things? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I I think you can't worry too much about what people are gonna think because if you do, then you'll never say or do anything. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's a fact, for sure. I think that's it's a good point. Um, Silas. Yes. We've asked so many people on this podcast, but I've yet to ask you. Um, what are your top five favorite comedians? Mm, good question. This is always hard for me because I don't honestly watch a whole lot of mm-hmm. comedy. Because I don't want to copy anybody else's style or steal anybody else's joke accidentally or mm-hmm. anything. Me too. Yeah. People are always like, oh, you don't know who this comedian is? And I'm like, no, I'm not trying to. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I like Andrew Schultz, Dave Chappelle, um, Stuart Huff. I like him. He's, he's very much my style, Stuart Huff is. It's uh, a lot of storytelling. So, well, it's not my current style, but it's what I want to evolve into. Storytelling is interesting to me. Um, and then uh, there's a lady. What is her name? I should know this because I follow her on YouTube. Oh, I can't remember her name. It's going to bug me. I got to look it. What does she look like? Uh, She's like a blonde white lady. Mm. Let's see. Chelsea Handler. <laughs> no. It's Catherine Blanford. Oh. oh. Yeah, she's really funny. Yeah. I don't know that person. I think uh, my girlfriend actually found her and showed her to me. Oh, is your, is your girlfriend into stand-up as well? Yeah. Does she do it? No. Uh-uh. Oh. But uh, she likes watching it and... Nice. Did did she ever come to your performances? Yeah, yeah. She uh she'll come to the performances and stuff. Um, uh, most of the open mics I'll go to by myself because it's just I don't want to make somebody sit through that. Yeah, it's very repetitive. Yeah, like I don't even want to go to the mo- most of the mics that I go to. <laughs> My older brother came with me to check out a new open mic the other day, and then you you kind of leave feeling bad for him because it was just so blah. Mm, you know yeah and oh and like he, he doesn't usually do go. that kind of stuff so then it was like you don't want it to be a bad experience yeah when he does yeah i get yeah. that yeah did you um did you write your jokes before you got on stage yeah okay <laughs> what does that even mean i i never like i had like jokes in my head but i never wrote them down do you write your Do you write your jokes while you're on stage? <laughs> uh, I'll improvise 
on stage. Oh, okay. Um, more recently, I want to get better at crowd work and improvish stuff. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes I'll just think of a concept and go up in a general idea, but I won't rehearse it or practice it. And then I'll just go up there and try to find the flow. Yeah. Does that does that ever work out for you? Uh, sometimes, yeah. Not always. Same. Like I feel like sometimes when it, when I do that, like I'll have most of it fleshed out in my mind before I go on stage, even though I haven't written it. Mm-hmm. Um, like if I just like come up with it in the moment. But then I'll just like end up kind of trailing off and like trying to like tie it up somehow, but it's it never really makes sense or lands or is very funny like by the end. Like there's funny parts like in the beginning, but not so much at the mm. end. Yeah. I think that's I think that's what happened last time I did in Mike. Like that's the same thing that happened to me. Is like it was funny at the beginning, but at the end it was like, Okay, this is ridiculous. When was the last time you did a mic? Uh, last Wednesday at Summit. Mm. I don't remember you failing. I mean, <laughs> I didn't fail. I think okay. it turned out really well. I just didn't okay. tie it up nice. I don't. And that remember. was because it was just all like an experiment. I think I I think I recorded that set, but I have yet to send it to you. That's true. Yeah. Thank you for recording it. You're welcome. Yeah, I crowd work is a weird thing. I've been just I've just started dabbling in a little bit of crowd work. Mm-hmm. And it's like what the fuck do you say after you say what do you do for a living? You know what I mean? Yeah. I for me personally I try to watch people as they're coming in. If there's other people going in front of me, I try to watch people and pick out some things that I can kind of call to and then when I'm up there if they're if they make any sound or like kind of do a little bit of heckle or something, then I'm like, okay, I already got something planned for that person, mm. type of thing a little bit. So I kind of watch the crowd and try to find an opportunity that is a little bit pre-planned on my part. But it can like, you give an example? Uh, there's a guy one time that I saw walk in, and he, you know, the band Twenty One Pilots. Mm-hmm. So he looked like kind of like a combination of both of them. And uh, so that was like the only thing that was in my head. Mm-hmm. And then I was doing my set and I was talking about weed and he was like, oh yeah. And so then I was like, uh, I told him I watched you walk in from the, or from the time I saw you walk in, I could tell you were a pothead. And I'm gonna remember, no, I'm like not gonna remember all of it. But it ended up, I told him he looked like the guys from 21 Pilots. And he's like, oh, it's a compliment. I was like, well, it's a compliment. But in my head, you're like the Walmart version of the two of them. So mm. it's like I'd already thought of a little bit of something of it. And so then he gave me enough to work with. And then it happened. People happened to think it was funny. Mm. But. I just burped out of my nose into the microphone and I apologize. <laughs> Thank you for apologizing. I appreciate that. You're welcome. Also, your cat feels really old. Well, she is 10. But my cat doesn't feel that old the fuck does feel old mean like when you pet her and you feel her body underneath her fur (laughs) 
It just it feels like like an old person. With dogs, you can really tell it with their hair. It'll start getting wiry mm-hmm. the older they get. Mm-hmm. Or if they're a dark a dark dog, they'll start getting the gray in them. Mm-hmm. Well, Harvey doesn't have the gray, and um, I don't like how you told me how she feels old since you were talking about killing people. It's like you can feel her bones like she doesn't have like she's lost all of her I don't know collagen or whatever. Well, she's she uh like her owner fluctuates in weight a lot. Mm-hmm. So she can she gains a lot of weight and loses a lot of weight, so. Mm. No, you can feel her bones like in in, a, in the way that you can feel the bones of an old person. How many old people bones do you feel? Wouldn't you like to know? <laughs> oh, I forgot. I forgot your dating history. Um. So, where were we talking about crowd work? Um. When did you start doing crowd work? Probably in the last uh, three, four months. Okay. <clears throat> And, like, what made you feel comfortable enough to start doing crowd work? Uh, When I could remember all of my jokes fine, and I could start them anywhere in it, so I I could be fine with breaking the the flow. Mm-hmm. So I could, I could do a joke, and I could be interrupted in the middle of it, and I could go back into the joke and finish my set still. So when I was comfortable enough with my set, so it's like, okay, I can try and start messing with people now. Is it just like being comfortable enough, like having it memorized so you know where to jump back in? Or is it like also just like having that, that stage presence and comfortability where like if if you get interrupted, then you're not like frazzled? I think a little bit of both. Okay. Yeah, yeah that was a stupid question. I'm sorry. No, you're good. <laughs> Yeah, I get that. I feel like I'm at that point where, um, I mean, I definitely am not the most professional person in the world, so I still have a hard time sometimes. But, but I am, I think, at the point where, like, I trust myself enough to where if like something happens, I can come up with something funny on the spot. Yeah, yeah. That is one thing I'm really scared about. Like, I want, I do want to be heckled. Like, I'm excited for when that that day finally comes. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I'm really good at being very, very mean. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm really good at it. Mm-hmm. So I'm really scared to be, like, really mean unjustifiably just because someone interrupted my set. Yeah. So that's, like, I got to remember to, like, pull back and not go for the cheap, you know, easy stuff and try and come up with something a little witty. Mm-hmm yet still get the point across. So like, you need to shut the fuck up. I'm not done. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm I'm scared of that. But at the same time, I'm really excited about it because I really can't wait to be mean to somebody. I've been waiting for so long. I'm so tired of being nice all the time. Jokes aside, did you want anything to drink? Is there, do you want another shot? You, you want any, anything else? Uh, no, I'm good. Okay, I'm good. <laughs> it should be all set. Thank you, though. Yeah, and of course. Yeah, I just can't wait to be fucking mean, dude. I can't wait till I get a heckler so I can be like, that's that's nice of you, you fucking one-eyed willy. Get the fuck off the stage while I finish talking. You know what? Like, I'm just really I'm really amped about that. Mm-hmm. Have you you've had a heckler? 
Stacy? Yeah, one-eyed Willie, is that specific to someone wearing an eye patch? No, I'm thinking about my ex and how she left me for someone with one eye. Oh, <laughs> okay. Do you want to play a game? Sure. Uh, I'm going to let you choose. We never let the guests choose. That's that's factual. Why am I so do you, special? Do you, well, I just feel like it just occurred to me, and I feel like that's the fair thing to do. Um, also, I feel like we don't know you as well, and so like people that like specifically that I'm closer to, I don't mind pushing them around and telling them what to do. But gotcha. I want to be polite to you to get you it. in my good <laughs> graces, to get you to that point where I feel like I can say or do whatever I want and you'll just go along with it and be happy about it. That's how she starts. Oh, I'm pretty stubborn. Okay. We might butt heads. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to do a fuck, marry, kill, um, two emotions equal a scenario, or do you want to uh, draw a topic out of the hat? Let's draw a topic. Okay. I will assemble that. You two talk amongst yourselves while I do that. So while uh, Stacy is doing that, um, do you have any animals now? Uh, we have two dogs. You have two dogs? Small mm. dogs, big dogs? Medium. I have, Medium. To, I have to interrupt. I still have the spam in my backpack from last time. Hey, it's good to have like something to resource to <laughs> if something happens. I've Here never it. had spam. It looks so gross to me. It does, it doesn't it? It's, it's disgusting. Really salty. It tastes like bologna in my mind. Is it a spread? Do you like spread it on something or do you no, eat it? No, it's like slices. Like you slice it. Okay. And fry it or Do you whatever. know what? I'm going to fuck this name up. Braunschweiger? Braunschweiger. Do you know what it is? I love Braunschweiger. Really? Yeah. It sounds like a derogatory name for Austrians. I feel like you could probably spread Brunswiger, but I feel like it's more appropriate just to slice it. Yeah. And just eat it. Is it like a pate? Like, I don't. I don't even know what it yeah. is. Yeah. It's like a. It's like a pate. Yeah. I think. My mom used to eat it all the time, though. But yeah, she would slice it, and I think she'd eat it with crackers and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's Ugh. disgusting, but I love it so much. Kind of yeah, like it's, spam. It's a weird flavor. Mm-hmm. Oh, have you? Okay. Do you guys know about head cheese? No. <laughs> Is that like, is that like when you get um like you have a you have a penis and then the the cum or whatever like gets like uh, it's on there and it's, it's like kind of dry but not totally. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I mean maybe. Um, no, it's a specific type of deli meat and it's like a hodgepodge of different meats into this like gelatin form. It's. It is the most disgusting oh, thing. But it's called head cheese? I think so. But it's meat? It is meat. Okay. Don't forget to pick your topic, Case, uh, well, Stacy. <laughs> she almost called me Casey, which is her ex-girlfriend's name. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. I understand. That's fine. Sometimes I uh, want to call you by a different name, but I don't do it. I appreciate it. You know how, many, uh, how often I really want to call you Casey, and I've stopped myself? To be honest, you should be proud of me that this is the first time. I'm not offended. I appreciate you Sorry. not being offended. Mm -hmm. I was offended. I was super offended. Not offended. 
I really want to call you like a weird name now. <laughs> I kind of wish you were offended, just like on my behalf. <laughs> Who wants to go first? Wait, wait, wait. Who thinks they have the best topic? I do not. What do you have? You'll find out when I say it later. What do you have? It starts with a D. Whoever wrote this. I think that's the best topic because it reminds me of dick. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> me too. High five. High five. Nice. Man-hating lesbians that love the idea of dick. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, disappointment. Oh, same oh, difference. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. They go hand in hand. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> Um, is there anything that happened to you that was very disappointing in your life besides getting kicked out? Um, now I'd say probably that's the biggest thing for me because I, I have a lot of what ifs. Like, what if I would have been in public school and what if I would, you know, could have been good at a sport and that could have been my profession or, you know, things like that. I have a lot of what ifs like that. Hmm. Do you live in, um, like, so for me, personally, I live in my head more than I live in reality that I'm in. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's like a trauma response or I should seek therapy because of it. I think you're just really self-centered. That's true. Because I do think <laughs> half the time when I'm in my own little head, like I'm the most amazing person out there. Mm-hmm. And that's why I masturbate as often as I do because I'm the best at it. So... My question is, do you have that same problem? Is like, do you live in your own mindset? Do you daydream a lot? Uh, yeah, sometimes. I I think about where I want to be a lot. And uh, so I, 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 I try to like sit in the moments of where I want to be and actually be in it. This sounds like all woo-woo. But like there's there's certain <laughs> like certain things that you can almost feel like uh, one of them is like okay the time before you're big say you make it in comedy and it's your your first big tour that is yours mm. like I can I can almost feel being in the green room with all the people I care about and everybody be excited that I'm about to go out and perform and uh. I guess the blessing of the ability to make people laugh. Like I can, sometimes I can sit there and, and feel it all. And like, I get this good feeling of, uh, a purpose. Mm. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. What was the question? Disappointment. So, (laughs) Oh, I guess that wasn't, isn't disappointing. (laughs) No, this is, this is good. This is stemming. We're stemming from different topics, but, uh, my next question is, um, what is it that you feel, uh, what's the significant um, arch that you'll have to make in order to feel as though you're successful in comedy? Like, what's uh, the definition of success for you? My own tour. Your own tour. Yeah. I have this this thing in my head where I won't call myself a comedian until... I like I have my own tour. I'm making significant money from it. Like it, yeah. Hmm. It's like a 
I feel like if I say I'm a comedian now, I uh, am cheating myself somehow. And so I feel like if I wait until I get to that point, then then I can say, okay, I'm I'm a comedian now. And so then I'll I'll push to that point where if I say I'm a comedian now, I feel like in my head I'll slow down somehow. If that makes sense. No, that makes perfect sense. So will you be disappointed if you don't make it to that point? In some way, but as long as there's something else that I'm just as passionate about that is that maybe I change paths, then I'll be okay with it. Yeah. Have you thought about touring as like a feature or as an open act for someone else? Um, not a whole lot actually. I would definitely be interested in it, but mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't think I'm quite ready for it as much as I want to be. I don't think I'm quite ready for it. Yeah. What about you, Stacy? What? What is it? What would you deem like how would you um define success for you in comedy? I yeah, I want to like be able to live off of it. Like just do that and be paid to do that and then also like not have to worry about like not having money when I'm an old person and like you know, I'd like to, you know, just like be on TV and just, you know, like not be like crazy super famous but like enough you know (laughs) yeah there's a lot of comedians that are really successful in comedy that Mm -hmm. aren't super aren't super famous Mm -hmm. i've noticed yeah like kyle canane yeah i would i would like to be kyle canane level famous where like you see me in the street don't necessarily always know who i am Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely Mm -hmm. that would be awesome yeah yeah now i i'd probably say similar because like i want to have kids but i don't want them to have this twisted view of Mm. that celebrity kids have yeah Mm. you know it's funny uh tig nataro talks about her kids and like they call her mayor i guess is is what their like their like mom name is for her um, but then when they see her on TV, like if they'll like be scrolling through like Netflix or whatever, and they see one of her things come up, they'll be like, Hey, look, it's Tig. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> yeah. Like her being famous is separate from her being their mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, that, that concept you were saying about how like, you don't want to label yourself a comedian cause you haven't made it in your mind mm-hmm. um that's an interesting concept and uh that's something that should really be adapted more that being said someone called me a comedian the other day and it wasn't satirical hmm. and i was like really like that like that really got me excited that got me more excited than like the first time i killed almost because i was like oh my god i'm accepted as a comedian with other comedians you know what i mean mm-hmm. so that was like I don't know, like that. There's such, there's so such a different like the camaraderie with the people you meet who also do comedy is so cool to me. Mm-hmm. Like meeting people who also do comedy and they're just like, well, here's all these open mics that you can practice at. Here's something you can do. Here's competitions. Here's this. Let me give you all this information. Here, let me get your let me get your number. Let's talk on social media and all this other stuff. It's like, 
I mean, I know there's a business aspect to it, but the fact that like it's just so welcoming is is an amazing experience. Yeah. Anyways, um, do you have a topic, Stacy? Um, I just wanted to say I do refer to myself as a comedian because if if not that, like, what am I? You know, like mm-hmm. there's nothing else that I can do. Um, my topic is colors. Before we go on to colors, mm-hmm. before we get on to colors, yeah. Uh, when I hang out with people at work or whatever, and I say something really dumb, uh, a lot of my people, a lot of the people I hang out with, are like, "Don't worry, it's okay. She's a comedian." Like I get that a lot when I'm like at a bar or something. When are you at a bar with people that aren't you? That aren't me? Yeah. When? Sometimes. When has that ever happened? When I have friends. Which is when? When I'm not around you. Which is common. I'm not around you a lot, Stacy. I mean, I just feel weird that you don't, like, tell me. Oh. Because, like, I wouldn't have a problem with it, but now I feel weird that you just, like, don't tell me that. That is a thing that occurs. On occasion. It's not common. It's not like I blow you off to go hang out with friends. Oh, really? Often. Did you do that this last weekend when you were blowing me off the whole weekend? No. What's the topic you have? <laughs> <laughs> Colors. Oh. So how do you feel about being mixed? <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, how, sure. How do you feel about being mixed? Uh, is just, that is that a positive thing in your life or yeah uh, <laughs> i i i mean i didn't have a choice in it but right. i like being mixed uh yeah. i have a very different opinion than a lot of mixed or black people yeah and i like that i'm mixed because i can talk from both sides because i've seen some of both sides do you code switch um very very minorly like it's very minuscule mm. okay you mean between black and white yes yeah. can i ask this question because i'm extremely ignorant <laughs> look on your face <laughs> the sense of tenseness that's in you is uh is astounding um i was actually trying to think back to like hanging out with black people more and trying to think of it like do am i a little bit different? i guess the the biggest thing would is some of the like the phrases will be a little bit different mm. uh and mo- it's like 90 percent the greeting but that's about as as much as i change mm. you know what i mean so like uh you meet white people and it's normally just a normal handshake and then now it's kind of like evolving more but and then usually black people are a little bit more like uh there's it's a more involved handshake yeah 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 i get it stacy gets it yeah <laughs> <laughs> i live with black people i don't know <laughs> now uh so like is it different when you hang out with other mixed people mm. no i i I actually don't hang out with that many mixed people other than my siblings. Okay. Yeah. Because there's a lot of mixed kids out there these days. 
I get so like I have really long hair and my brother has really short hair. You have really long hair. Yeah. It looks like medium length. No, it's like down to here. No shit. Yeah. It like when you have mixed hair, it just stays like this most of the time if you put it up. But yeah, it's it's like down here. Oh, so like when you pull pull it. Yeah. So like I'll do I'll get braids and stuff. I like it when my hair is in braids best because I don't have to do anything with it. Oh okay. Okay. Yeah. So so the way that you were keeping your hair now, you just have that that tie and then it floofs out over your head. Yeah, that's, it's that's fun. It's the easiest way to do it. You just get out of the shower and dry your hair a little bit and put it up like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's cool. Wait, what was the question again? Um, my favorite color is indigo. Indigos are really good color. What's your favorite color? Um, the rainbow. It's <laughs> because <laughs> you're gay. Um, <laughs> what's uh, what's your favorite color? I'm not gay. Uh, I have a couple. I don't. I don't really have like a particular favorite. I like black and dark green. Oh. And then uh, like a. A dark burgundy, but a matte. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I like good matte colors. I like cars that have matte colors. Yeah. Okay. So, like, my all-time favorite car I want to buy is a Nissan GTR, and I either want it matte black or matte burgundy with black accents. Oh yeah, that'd be dope. Yeah. Cool, 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 cool. Stacy's like, I care nothing about cars. Not really. I actually <laughs> was wondering though. Um. Do black people make fun of you for being half white? Mm. No, I'll get like m- maybe uh, they'll say I'm like I'm more white than I'm black because I was raised with white people predominantly. Yeah, yeah. but no, they they won't really. No, I don't think I've ever been made fun of for. Hmm. That's interesting because I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm just ignorant, but I feel like. Like for the most part, mixed people generally uh, have that experience where where people who are just like full black are like, you're not black enough, <laughs> you know. I've been to states <laughs> where, uh, yeah, we weren't black enough. Like me and my brothers have been to, we were in Georgia somewhere and uh, somebody made some comment about us being like not authentic, you know, or something. Mm-hmm. And that but as far as like racism goes or anything, that's the most I've, well, I've really only experienced two things in my life that I'm like, okay, that was racist. But I think predominantly it's not, as being a half black person, it's predominantly not as prevalent as people think it is. Like there is there is some, but me being mixed, I haven't ran into a lot of it in my life a lot of other wait i'm sorry a lot of what a lot of people being racist towards me oh black or white oh okay well that's good that's nice yeah well i'm happy for you that got deep (laughs) that is is something that i've 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 wondered about is like imagine like i can only imagine because i really don't know but I, i would imagine like mixed people Um, encounter a different type of racism than like other races or something like that because there's more diversity in that 
sense of culture. And I don't even know if there's like specific mixed culture versus like black culture, white culture. You know what I mean? Because mm. you've got the best of both those. worlds. Yeah. 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 No, there, there is, it's funny, back to me having long hair and my brother having short hair. There is, if I see another black dude with long hair, like we're, we always nod at each other. If we have the same style, like if we wear it the same way, mm. it's just like automatically we both kind of just nod at each other. That's cute. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Do you and your siblings all generally look the same? People say we do, but I feel like some of us maybe re- resemble each other more. Like my two older brothers, they people mistake them as the same person. Mm. But not necessarily the rest of us. Mm. I see. Do any of your siblings look like you? Uh, people say uh, two of my sisters do. I knew it. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're such a pretty guy, you know? <laughs> 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 All right, what's your topic? <laughs> Stacy, don't flirt so much. <laughs> He's betrothed. <laughs> Uh, mine is a uh, flash mob. That's a dumb topic. Yeah, I know, but I wrote it, so we have to discuss it. I got stuff on flash mobs. Go you for flash, it. You have flash mobbed? I've never been a part of one, but like years ago, I used to be more into social media mm-hmm. and stuff, and I thought it was all cool, and uh, you know, like the flash mob proposals and all the stuff, and like prom poses and like oh that's kind of cool it's a badass it'd be fun to do with a group of friends mm-hmm. like the older i get and the the more i like keeping important life events private and just like between the people that are sharing it because i feel like everyone shares everything now and yeah. so i like to hold on to stuff more so like when i proposed to my girlfriend it was very private just us and so then now like we have that memory forever and nobody else needs to know about it and yet they'll know we're married but no one else has to see the video of us because no one really cares you know yeah that's kind of how i am like with my son like i really uh i feel really weird when um people are always like well let me see pictures how come we never post on facebook or other social media it's like well that's because or my dad will be like, you need to take as many pictures pictures as you can. And I'm like, I really want to live in the moment. Mm-hmm. I don't want to take out of the moment to take pictures. Yeah. And then post it and everything else. Because, you know, we don't get this time any other time. Yeah. Um, early on, when I realized I wasn't going anywhere in life, I <laughs> was like, if I'm going to do anything, I'm going to do it for memory. Like I, at the end of the, my at the end of my days, I want to be able to tell a story. So I did a lot of things in my life just because I know that would be an interesting story to tell later on. Yeah. So, um, so that's why you had a kid. No, that was on accident. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, as a result, like I don't really like being really prevalent in social media that much. Yeah. Unless it's, like, something that I'm, like, super proud of. Yeah. Like, I have pictures of the birth and then, like, when he was a year old and stuff like that. But the cool little dances he does and the little milestones that he accomplishes and stuff like that. 
I don't see the point. Yeah. So. I mean, I don't know. I feel like it might be a wasted opportunity, to be honest. Like, um, you know, like my sister has a baby and my and my brother has a baby now, too. And it's like if it wasn't for them posting things on social media, then I like I would be missing way more, you know. Mm. Yeah, so that's it's, fair. it's not all about you. I guess my family has like all of us siblings. We have quite a few group chats. And so we see a lot of stuff that way. So that's nice for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, we do have like an app that um, that's not on typical social media. It's just family oriented. Mm-hmm. That's nice. We'll put little things on there. Do you yeah. put pictures of Dean in there? Yeah, uh, we'll have like videos and stuff. Okay. Well, as long as you're doing something. <laughs> yeah. It's a little bit frustrating with comedy because you want to get your name out there. But then at the same time, I hate social media. Mm, yeah. And so everyone's always like, why aren't you like on Instagram? And I'm like, honestly, I don't really know how to use it. And also, I don't really want to waste my time. Yeah. I want to. My goal is to get to a point where I can hire like one of my younger sisters or something to manage it for me. So I never have to look at it. And then I'm also helping one of my siblings out too. But. Yeah. Yeah. To like uh, Brandon, um, the baby daddy, the editor of this podcast, um, mm-hmm. he's on Equip Music. That's his tag. If you want to look him up on Instagram, he he's really good about the social media presence. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's something that he's been figuring out is that, you know, to promote yourself, just put it out there. Like he puts yeah. a fucking video out. I don't know. Every goddamn day. Mm-hmm. It's like, Jesus Christ. I don't, I don't have the time to do that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so it's a, it's an amazing thing. Social media is amazing, but it takes a lot of time out of your out of your day to just try to promote. Yeah. Oh, is there stuff that you want to promote? We're not at the end yet. I just want to bring it up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't think so, really. You don't like, have any I shows don't... coming up? Um, no, I might be doing, so a couple of friends are doing like a state tour. Um, oh, shit. And so then they're going to have a couple in Michigan here that uh, they said I might be able to get on. Uh, about no any dates or anything for that. But I don't really have any social media besides Facebook. And uh, yeah, but that's about it. Uh, YouTube, I guess, is where I post my videos and stuff. I just find you as Silas Haley. Yeah. That's a dope name. Thank you. Is that your real name? Yeah. I was um I was trying to convince my son's dad to name my son Silas. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I love that name. I think that's a really cool name. It's been I've getting more popular. Cuz like uh it's been in two pretty popular TV shows I think and so now it's kind of catching on. What TV shows? Weeds and I think there's one other one. I yeah, I forgot his name is Silas. How did you know that name? Kristen, I've known it for a while, but then I um I saw the documentary about Waco, and uh, one of his sons I forgot his name 
the organizer of Waco. Um, one of his sons' name was Silas, and then I was like, oh, I'm not, I'm not gonna name him, I'm not gonna name my son Silas now, because they all, spoiler, they all died. Uh, I have no idea what you're talking about. I don't remember the specifics, but it was a religious fanatic group that had a compound, and the DEA tried to surround them because they thought that they were selling weapons illegally. Oh, yeah. And so the organizer of that compound hunkered down and tried to fight off the DEA for like, I want to say like two weeks. I think it was a long time. It like way longer than it. I don't know. It's, it seemed like it was a while. Yeah, I don't know how long it was. It may have been just like five days. But anyways, long story short, uh, the way that ended was everybody in that compound died in a fiery end. Because nobody left. Like, maybe like five hostages left. That was it. Wow. So, I mean, it makes sense because it is a biblical name. So it was a, oh, was it it a cult or what was it? It was it wasn't a cult, it was a, it was a religious sect that felt cult like. Uh, but it's still a religious sect that goes on to this day. Okay. Um I can't remember the specifics. I think it was like a, a deviation of Latter day Snow. No, I don't remember to be honest. But yeah, it was very like extremist. Mm-hmm. Um, twelfth day, twelfth day Av. I don't remember. I really can't. What do you guys do in comedy wise? Any shows or anything? Mm. We we I guess have a show in June. <laughs> that's um, a long way out. That's a long way out. It's in uh, it's at in Michigan. Oh right. yeah. I don't remember. No idea. Unbelievable. But I have a I have a show in Portage. Portage, Indiana or Portage, Michigan? Portage, Michigan. Oh. When's that? Next week. What day? Give me a minute. I have to look it up. You should just know this. Where is it uh who's hosting it? Like the is it uh like there's a couple of names and there's like Demented Peach and Travelers in. Okay, I'm not familiar with that. <laughs> let me let me look here. Well, March 11th, I'm in a competition in Bloomington, Illinois. Um, it's at Cadillac Jacks, so that's exciting. What do you win if you win? A hundred bucks. That's nice. I know. It's a good prize. Uh, the laughter layover at Travelers. Okay. I've heard of laughter layover, but I don't know if. Yeah. And it's uh, February seventeenth. Are you being paid for that? No. Do they need more comics? No. Oh. And then uh, we're at the Supernatural Brewery. Fuck! Uh, I don't know. I feel like you would know these things. I don't know breweries is the thing because I'm not like a beer guy. Uh-huh. But there are a bunch of them around us. I don't like breweries either because it's like they don't have just like a Miller Lite, you know? Yeah, and I just don't like beer in general. And then all of them are like this IPA, and IPA just tastes like garbage to me. It's so IPA gross. Is so disgusting. 
they're like, oh, taste the hops in this one. I don't, I don't want to taste like, hops. Who, who needs that? That's disgusting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, taste the hops. Like, if I really wanted to taste the hops, people would eat hops. Mm-hmm. Nobody eats that shit. I worked at um, O'Reilly's Irish Pub for a while, and uh, I was supposed to, like, memorize those like descriptive things for the different beers so that way when people asked me what that beer was like i could be like oh it's hoppy mm-hmm. you know and I, I had no idea what that even meant <laughs> i was like it's all gross <laughs> all of the beers are gross <laughs> yeah the only thing good at breweries is usually a cider it's about your best bet for me at least mm. i'm either wine or cider yeah, wine. I'm a I'm more of a wine drinker than a beer drinker. Yeah, for sure. I usually drink like at comedy stuff. I always drink wine. I just I like wine for some reason. Yeah. Oh wait, my bad. It wasn't it wasn't O'Reilly's Irish Pub. It was Old Chicago in Omaha. That's where I was supposed to learn all that bullshit. Chicago. That was uh a, no, never mind. That was east of Chicago. There's a pizza place we used to go to in Ohio. Well, East of Chicago. Oh, I like East of Chicago. They have so many different variations of pizza. Well, la di da. Look at you. You know what he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Do you guys remember Cece's Pizza? Uh, I've heard of it. Uh, Not a fan. I, I. It's like romanticized in my head because as a kid we didn't go out to eat very much. And we went to Cece's Pizza a couple of times, and I love pizza. Mm-hmm. And so it was just infinite amounts of pizza. And so in my head, it was like crack. But now I'd probably go there and like, this is garbage. That's how I feel about Chuck E. Cheese Pizza. Like, it was very, like, nostalgic mm-hmm. in my mind. Like, it was, like, the best pizza ever. And now, like, I'll try it, and it's like, ooh, it's ketchup on cardboard. You know what I mean? Like, it's... Uh-huh. It's gross to me now, but back then it was like the best pizza. I've never been to Chuck E. Cheese. It doesn't it's because, it doesn't because look you're Amish. Cool. That's true. You know what pizza I really like is uh, Pizza King, but I only like the one on uh, State, um, like State and Wells, and I only like it if you eat it on premises. Huh. It's mm-hmm. interesting. I like Blaze Pizza just because I get to put whatever I want on it. Mm. And it's usually good. And I like the white sauce over the red. Oh. Yeah. Do you prefer a New York pizza or a Chicago pizza? Uh, I like a, a regular like, hand-tossed or a thinner crust. All right, so all the, the deep dish Chicago style stuff is all like lasagna to me. It's just too much. Yeah, I like thin crust pizza because of, um, you know, mostly, well, I guess both uh, for constipation purposes and I just like the mouth feel better mm-hmm. of thin crust. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's more more toppings, less bread. Bullshit, yeah. 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 Should we end this? Are we? I was about to say, <laughs> how do we feel? Comedian and comedicant. Comedicant. That was it. Both that was insulting to both of us <laughs> because you said like the female version of me, and then 
told him that he's he bad does, at comedy. He doesn't want to be considered a comedian. Okay. So I can't but he doesn't want something be, that's not that clever. But he doesn't want to be considered someone who can't do comedy either. I guess I don't care what people call me. I just don't call myself a comedian. Oh, fuck. Why do you make me sense? sound like a jackass? Yeah, what a jackass. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what were you going to say? Do you think we should end? I I think we should end. I do. I, I feel think like we're hitting a wall. Yeah, yeah, and I think it's been sure. long enough. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think this was really good. Thank you for coming. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's a uh, good time. Yeah. You're welcome back anytime. Even if there's other guests. <laughs> yeah, just pop in here. Yeah. <laughs> you're not overbearing. No, you're so polite. I appreciate it so much. <laughs> oh, I appreciate it. All right. Okay. Oh, that's it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> you.